0: So maybe you got a great idea for a business. You want to start selling products or services online. Maybe you're an established business owner and you're looking for new customers. Maybe you're interested in starting a personal website. No matter who you are, GoDaddy. That's right, GoDaddy wants to help you succeed online. Right now, GoDaddy is offering a .com domain for just $1.49. That's right, $1.49. It's go time. Start your website today. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter promo code JIM149 to get your $1.49.com. Some limitations apply. See website for
1: details. This is the Jim Crenn No Restrictions Podcast. We're coming to you nationwide. We are coming to you worldwide on the Sideshow Network. It's Mike wysaki Terry Jones, Mike Sassen, And here's your host Radio and comedy legend Ladies and gentlemen Put your hands together For Jim Cran
0: Jim Craig, no restrictions On the Sideshow Network We thank you so much For, for downloading and streaming us uh, Today or tonight Whatever, that's the beauty of podcasting it could be a night or day Whenever you're listening We really appreciate it there are no restrictions, and, and we have uh, Mike Sass and Terry Jones in the studio, and Mike Wysocki couldn't be with us. He's, on, he's, uh, he's got some ho- stuff going on in his home. The harsh he's winter. He's this harsh winter here in the Northeast, as we are uh, broadcasting from Pittsburgh. Josh Foley, our producer, and uh, Wayne Wild, Dave Settomar, Frank Mergie of course, are uh, put, behind the scenes putting the show together. But uh, yeah, Mikey dealing with the harshness of this Northeast winter and for this recording time. He is dealing with heater problems, which you don't want to no. do that because you don't want to wake up with a frozen Wysocki. <laughs> <laughs> a frozen wisaki. <laughs> very very like painful <laughs> and dangerous. He'll look like <laughs> Jack
2: and... Uh, in and, and, and fucking The Shining yeah. he's frozen when Jack he's was dead. Yeah Just wake up It's gonna be Wysocki yep. Instead of a, an axe He'll have a microphone stand And a yep. mic is,
0: Jack Frozen is beautiful And a, bu- me and out. a bus pass Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A frozen bus don't pass don't tell, yeah.
1: don't tell me you've seen everything <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A mic by Frozen. Now I've seen everything Gotta love him
0: Get me the hair dryer Like <laughs> those <knows. laughs> Buy him a
1: drink, Lloyd Man, this, this one degree movie. weather is terrible I am so sick of it
2: <laughs> First of all, we were talking about Jimmy. Jimmy's damn windshield. Yeah. J- Jimmy got – his windshield got hit with a pebble <laughs> and then the one-degree weather then turned it into Spider-Man. It,
0: it turned into Spider-Man. It's it's a It's just cracked. It's a little baby crack on the right side. and I'm thinking, I'll take care of it one of these days. It's out of my sight. Like, I don't think of it. I don't see it. It's a little baby crack. Uh. Weather down to zero, minus zero. It looks like a car after a detective chase scene. <laughs> it's cracked all the way across – it's so freaking cold, man. It's just... my And I got... I, you know. It's almost like... I always think you're... Does it sound like your engine's talking to you? Yes. When you're trying to start it? Yes.
1: <laughs> why? Whoa, 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 why? <laughs> why? Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: no, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> and then it's like... <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> my my car's German. I have a German. A Porsche. It sounds like... Mine sounds like Christoph Waltz talking to me. It's German. <laughs> Don't try to start me. It's crazy. It's too cold. Why don't you put... You have a garage. Use your garage. How stupid are you? It's not that hard to do. Put your car in a garage. It's a narrow garage. Just take your time. It's worth it. Throw me out. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's it's painful, but we... we you know, it, it's winter. It's the way it is in February. Yeah. <laughs> in the Northeast. States. We complain about it, and we complain about summer when it gets hot. That's so fucking hot. You, you stay in the so house, and you uh, enjoy uh T V. That's what we did and, and video and, and, games. That's what we're gonna talk about, right? Our pastime. Yeah,
2: movies and Which stuff. is movies, TV. right? video games. Oh yeah. I, I just got that uh, that uh remastered version of Doom Three, which is one of the scariest games of all time, which is Doom is good. Oh, it's just the it was It came out 10 years ago And you yeah. remastered it Okay So there's been a couple games I got like the remastered version Like the uh, Chronicles of Riddick and, You're good at you it? Know, uh, what, Doom 3? Uh, no man, I'm scared of that shit like, Really? I, I, I play and I get terrified There's demons and stuff Oh and they just, see, Terry and I out both and We don't like the demons
1: d- There's too many demons popping out yeah. I just don't have the patience For those type they don't of do games the Really? I just, I, that's why I just yes. stick with sports games Maddens and all those type of things so I'm I just, a big Madden guy yeah. yeah, I just don't have the patience For like Then you go get the key And then you walk down the meadow And then I just like I want to just <laughs> I want Steelers Browns let's go boom i uh, have done in an hour take okay. Denver and, uh, I love that. this
0: year's Madden because they have you know Collin'sworth of course the announcers so. <laughs> pass by Manning <laughs> never an interception. <laughs> but uh so I so, want we'll, we'll break the show up today in, into a couple subjects two hottest subjects St- still talking about SNL it's 40 year anniversary and we need to get to comment on it it's been away a little bit in uh, in the Academy Awards now. That, of course, is always something to talk about for a while, Is all the Academy Award movies will be out again, yeah. remarketed this month. So I uh, always start out with, uh, let's start <coughs> with Academy Awards. Why not? So, and then we'll go to SNL. So, uh, Josh, let us know when we're blabbing too long. <laughs> yeah. So you're, like, kind of the monitor for people listening. We get too fucking boring. Just wave. Hey, are like look,
2: man, just stop talking about the Academy. So we're, yeah, done. Sure. we're done.
0: We're uh, yeah. done. Do more dick jokes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, seriously. Mr. Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, NPH.
1: You're doing-
0: <laughs> I like when people call them NPH. That's my favorite. NPH.
1: NPH did great, man. NPH sucked. <laughs> the whole
2: show it
1: was... It was the whole show should be two hours. What Oscars? Yes. Yeah. Well, you but know what? Though? You're right, Mikey. But the, the thing is, though, it's more of an industry. The,
0: it's an industry show. It's really not. I don't think they give a shit about us being entertained. I think they, they the, the networks do because it makes money and stuff. But the actual Oscar people and the movie people, I don't think yeah. they give a shit. yeah. It's a
1: broadcasting of the the if the plumbers union had a who was the greatest plumber? Yes. You know, and they just yeah. had NPH
0: host it. Which NP- yeah, NPH yeah. would crush it if you did a plumbing <laughs> convention. <laughs> Song and Dance Man at a plumbing thing? Oh yeah. It's going out. I'd watch it's that for home round. run. <laughs> Hell yeah. the <this> opening that <laughs> would be great, right? <laughs> My rudder Plung, I, I, You take a shit. It, it is, is. it's it it I, 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 I,
2: I won't lie, I did I did enjoy the opening. You did? I did. I'm not even going to laugh. It's like you're coming out of the closet the way you're saying that.
0: <laughs> I got to admit, it. I'm not going to lie. I mean, uh, I know I'm going to get criticism, but the, the, uh, there's a group li- of people
1: there who embrace me. <laughs> I enjoyed I've been, I've been living Harris a lie. opening. I've been living a lie this right, whole time. All right, you're coming out, I'm coming out. I enjoyed Ellen DeGeneres' last year. Ellen DeGeneres was... Good. She was. She was good. Ellen.
2: Ellen was good. Ellen was. I. I thought Neil Patrick had. There
0: was a couple funny things that he he did. (laughs) He was horrible. Like I don't mean Terry. No, he he he's a talented guy. You know, right? I was like, I guess there is something there. I didn't know what though.
2: I. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. He didn't have (laughs) like. He didn't connect with people, but he said funny things. Like, if that makes leave sense, leave comedy to, to the comedy. professionals. And you know what? Craig, Craig Shoemaker just tweeted something um, about this, and he was saying how the Oscars disrespect comedy and comedians in a way. And he kind of has a point because you don't get that many comedian like hosts. You try to get someone that's fu- to be funny to be a comedian, like a comedic host. Well, yeah, instead. I mean. Um, I mean, we've had comedians before. Well, Ellen, uh, it, the best. The be- let's put it this way: he's no, right in the sense John Stewart, John Stewart, and it. Ellen,
0: and Johnny Carson, Bob uh, Hope. Oh, they gave Bill, they gave Billy Chris Crystal Rock. Chris off, Rock, Chris Stewart. Rock was really if, good. On if that. we look at the greatest host, the best hosts were comedians. So I'll give that yeah to that point and your point, Ter. You're right. The comedians are the best hosts. I think, and and when you get somebody like an actor trying to do it, you're right. They're reading yeah. lines. They're trying to be <coughs> comedic. Neil Patrick Harris has done other shows, and they like them hosting and but, movies. But and stuff. it's not a comedian; and it's it's yeah. a whole different game, I believe, in delivering the lines. And I I agree with you, actors. Just you just you got to have a guy who can handle an audience and and connect, and, and have a little bit of seasoning. Like that's why those guys we mentioned, like John Stewart, was one of the better hosts. I I thought, I believe Chris Rock was. He was actually one of my favorites. That host the Oscars, he gets crushed. I was looking at critic, critic, you know these critic. Uh, yeah, they talk uh, shit oh, on them. Yeah, these that. columns on different hosts uh, before we, the show here because I wanted to see you know where they rated Neil Patrick Harris, which he got slammed by the way. Washington <laughs> Post, Time, Ex, everybody crushes him. And a couple of the articles mentioned Chris Rock. It's like he was just, he was not. One said he was not as bad as Chris Rock and and James Franco <laughs> or something. Like that. And I'm like, I thought Chris Rock. It was excellent. I thought oh they said Seth
1: MacFarlane too. I thought Seth MacFarlane was hysterical. Yeah. Here's the problem with the Oscars. That you need some they want someone who's entertaining enough but that respects the fact that they that this is their big night. Chris Rock walks in there and goes, "You realize all of this is bullshit?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't want to hear from somebody that this entire thing is stupid, Yeah, yeah. which is what any real comedian walks into would do. and would sit there and say, no. you realize this is, is a an gigantic angle, waste of time. I was shining a light on. Yeah. They yeah. don't want that. That's, they, okay. that's why they want Neil Patrick Harris to sit there and say, this is the big night. Everyone loves it. But aren't we the greatest people in the world? Don't we change the world? And- I suck. I
0: terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was a terrible. Show. It wasn't. Entertaining mm-hmm. it was boring, I mean, as far as the sh- you know. Yeah, I mean, as far that, as the show,
2: because he just had, like you said, he was just reading lines, and they and they were funny lines. I found humor in anything, but they were funny yeah. lines, <laughs> and I'm probably like uh. the easiest critic. Like if if a, if a comic sucks and he's on stage, like bombing I'll, I'll probably be laughing for at some lines like yo there's some genius shit in there like well, first say, off
1: watching <laughs> someone bomb is pretty funny oh it is but, uh, a classic <laughs> very, uncomfortable. very especially if they're an asshole it's even better oh yeah <laughs>
2: but um no i mean i guess that's what it was you yeah. know him reading the lines i and agree stuff, Tara. I,
0: he did have a couple good lines you're right there. writers yeah overall though i think they should go back with either ellen degeneres or john stewart or Jimmy Fallon, did, didn't Conan? Yeah, Co- I think I Conan don't did. Oscars Conan host
2: a couple once, times, right? Or am I tripping? Or twice? Or was that another award show? He, he did?
0: sound that sounds right. I know. <laughs> <We're all great. laughs> we'll just, I'm in. We'll just say Conan. I don't remember that. He may have. You know what? If not, let's write him. So it's a good suggestion. <laughs> yeah. Hey Conan. Um, so, oh Fallon no, no, that, is, that was, the the em- one, was the it was um
2: it was the Emmys,
0: that the Emmys Conan did. Conan did the Emmys a couple times. See, Fallon would be he's. The modern day Carson, right? Mm-hmm. I think night so. Show.
2: They bash him, but I think he's amazing.
0: See, Kimmel
1: would be too show. biting. Yeah, Kimmel be. would be one who would sit there and say this is bullshit. Yeah, so he 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 wouldn't work. Right? He, he's yeah. not a he's not enough of a puppet. Fallon, would which be is funny. F- Fountain would be funny, but he he's such he's a showbiz ass kisser. He's like in the nicest way possible. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's making money. Yeah, he's making. He, he, you
2: know, he's he like- does. He's entertainment for everyone. Yeah. like just for the average person. But the it looks like celebrities love him himself. because yeah.
1: the celebrities love him because he doesn't he doesn't push that hard. He's just yeah. yeah he's he's easy. Everything like that. He's yeah, not he's like a letterman. Funny. He's a funny
0: guy. Yeah, I think he's funny I think he's funny.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I see a lot of people talk about him and a couple other guys, but I'm like, uh, I mean, honestly. As a, From an artist's perspective We're a little more tougher On these guys Than uh, somebody Who's just right. watching them You know what i The reason
0: I like think it, It's funny Because to do Like his kind of gig The Tonight Show gig And every night gig Is different than a, than a guest star gig Yeah Guest star is That name star You you, you come in You wow them You leave If that same star Came in every night 99% of those guys We'd get sick of them After the 5th or 6th night gig. Right. It's a different type of thing They come in And that's like cake Sweet cake, it's real good. One bite, one or one piece, it's great. Yeah. Two, three, you're sick. Same thing. <laughs> you're right. But, so it's kind of a trick to being that that comic that can come in and just do it every night and be solid and likable. And that's what Fallon does. Now that's the could he That's maybe what he they need for the Oscars, like you said, Mike. Yeah. They got to do it. You got to kind of be funny. You got to step out of the way I at think the same he, yeah. time. Whereas Rock is just funny. I, although I thought he stepped out of the way, I don't get. Sometimes I don't get the criticisms. I don't know what the hell they want. Well, I like supposed to tell jokes, be funny, and, inter- and
1: boom. He, I thought he handed it off nicely, Rock. Well, that's one of the fun, like, it was like maybe now 10, 15 years ago, Letterman did it. And he got crushed for that, he, and I laughed when I when I remember watching it and thinking this was funny because I am a huge David Letterman fan. People still yeah. talk about his hosting, but I think the thing about it is just like you said, they don't want the host to be the center of attention. Yeah. The center of attention is the people winning the awards. Yeah. You 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 get you get the the show moving, but then just like you said, you get out of the way and you let the people who want to you know speak for twenty minutes on the fact that they won the best foreign animated short feature. <laughs> get there 20 it's a that. no win. I think it's a no win situation it is to be the host of the Oscars
2: I feel like it's the scariest thing that,
0: like if you get offered that, could you imagine being a comic and offered that I don't know well you know I, I could be... see why they they go in it everybody before them just about say nine out of ten guys or girls were crushed by the critics. you know you're gonna get panned, yeah no matter what you're right i, w- I Your was I was order for one thing yeah. mm-hmm. and that is you are raising your q rating you're Absolutely. raising your q rating for yeah. everything from from movies to tv shows to commercials neil patrick harris did that because 12 years ago he was off doogie howser on the bottom of the like everything yeah he couldn't get a ticket to be a seater at the oscars 12 <laughs> years ago for 15 years he does harold and kumar a little biting role he does maybe two minutes in the first one and a few more More in in a second second. or whatever and he was so extreme in those roles (laughs) making fun of himself that he got some talk and he ended up getting how i met your mother and all the rest is history and he's a talented guy as talented as he is we know how that is sometimes talent isn't enough you need some luck and likability or connect or whatever yeah. You a little everything. And the stars lined up for this guy. So he's sitting there getting, going, fuck, I just got uh, – even if I bomb, who cares? I've already went, gone through the post-Doogie Hauser days. Yeah. Now I get to be the host of the Oscars. Even if it sucks – who, he doesn't give a shit I don't no, think Just really like know.
1: you said The reward is so, Like if you talk I read the book About like the Conan Jay Leno thing Like yeah. a couple years ago yeah. The mm-hmm. reason why Conan was able to Leverage to get The Tonight Show Was because he did Well on one of those Award shows yeah. He crushed on one of those mm-hmm. So all the executives Saw it Right And so they were like Oh this guy's hot We have to sign him And that's when his People said Well we want the Tonight Show And that's how he Leveraged to get Jay Leno out of there Was basically off When you know Doing well on one of Those award shows
2: did yeah. Did he host the? Uh, it was the
0: Emmys,
1: the, the Academy Awards, ever.
0: Okay, he but did it, not. it was it was the Emmys
2: that yeah. it was. But I mean, like I'm, you win one. Was it the, the Emmys, guys? It was yeah, yeah Emmys. he did the Emmys a couple times. You the know Emmys. what? I wish I wish we could have saw Eddie Murphy host the Oscars that that year that he got offered, but he left because Brett Ratner said some crazy shit about gay people.
0: I don't remember. That so was he, what so, about two three years ago? So he got offered. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie Murphy was no. going
2: to host the Oscars. Was he?
0: He was scheduled to do it. Yeah. Brett
2: Ratner. Everybody got excited because everybody's like obsessed with Eddie Murphy, Mm -hmm. and everybody wants Eddie Murphy to just come back out so bad. But oh, six Emmys, that's what it was. Um, Ratner Murphy, Murphy was supposed to. Brett Ratner said something about gay people because he was the producer on for the Oscars that year. Okay, and they had to get rid of him. So Eddie, with loyalty to Brett Ratner being his producer, left and didn't do it. And I think I forget who they got as his replacement that year. Crystal? Billy I, I Crystal. Think, yeah, it was I Billy Crystal. He, I think he would... Uh, Which is random. Billy Crystal hasn't... Well, the last thing he did was Two Fairy. Well, Crystal's such with a great, great host. He's the well, perfect
0: host to get out of the way and all Billy that. Crystal? He's, a, he's probably the... Besides Carson, I think they voted him the second best host here of the Oscars ever. Really? Yeah. Say, yeah this last, say, the last few years ago? Or? No. Oh, they're talking about I the, agree with you on the last two or whatever, two years ago. Yeah. He's... You know what it was? He... Does it, he used to have more of an edge, or whatever, or maybe he has too much money. I have no idea, but it wasn't the I same. Just, maybe it was because it was last minute. Yeah, like he I don't hasn't know. done he hasn't done much, and plus
2: it was last minute. Maybe it's it was like, too repetitive, but there yeah. was
0: yeah. Go back and look at some old Oscar stuff from twelve when Neil Patrick Harris was <laughs> on the bottom run, <laughs> on the bottom yeah. run. Yeah. But but uh, you'll see some of the funniest Oscar moments. I, I did with him. see uh,
2: on online they had it
0: on YouTube. Okay, yeah, very funny, yeah. very funny. Carson, the best. I mean, you watch any. YouTube highlights of him, yeah, Crystal was unreal. Didn't show it then, but he is un- was unreal. I mean, I don't know if he can he could possibly bring it back. I don't know. I mean, I think he could. He's a smart guy because right? he's, so he's doing some
2: stuff now. But Billy Crystal was. I mean, at the end of the day, he'll always be the man.
0: Well, look at look he's... at uh, Michael Keaton. You know, that's it, the only reason it, why I watched. The first, thing <laughs> <laughs> thing you look at, look <laughs> at Michael Keaton. Is that, you know, the, the, whether comedian or actor, or whatever, and then they get older, and they think, well, uh, yeah, they're done or t-. Then all of a sudden, man. Boom. Something striking comes out. Oh, always. Keaton's in his sixties. They thought Birdman, amazing, edgy role. Took some balls to take the role, right? Yeah, and he does. And here he turns into the Oscar nomination, which I I was I thought he should have won. Yeah, I wish he would have won. But the fact that they won Best Picture. It's still
2: It's, still it's, it's a nod that,
0: that, But that in the, in the director one, right uh, uh, Yeah director uh, one, Then
2: screenplay Alejandro
0: Wasn't it the, the screenplay one, And yeah. yeah They won four
2: yeah. different things But best picture is kind of a big thing I mean I wish That he would have won best actor uh, Usually if you win a Golden Globe I say you're not going to win an Oscar That's usually how that
0: rolls it seem, You're right It seems that way
2: Because Eddie Murphy
1: won best supporting Golden Globe And he didn't the win The problem is Is he won the Golden Globe In the comedy category
2: I, I just don't. yeah. I, no, I, no,
1: it was uh, Dream Girls. No, I'm talking Michael Keaton.
2: Oh, Michael Keaton. Yeah, yeah, he you're won right, in the comedy right, it category com- yeah. at
1: the Golden Globes because they split them up. They consider Birdman a comedy. It's that, a
2: it's a it's a black comedy, like a dark it, comedy.
0: Yeah, because yeah, I saw it. A I did it was. It was I guess it's got kind of a weird humor, but yeah, yeah.
1: Wow. So he, but he won. He the, won best actor in a comedic role. And that's wow. why when he won that, I was almost like, "Ooh, I don't know if he's going to." Because just like you said, yeah. the Oscars disrespect comedy. So I didn't yeah, think Eddie Redmayne. The Academy
2: doesn't take it serious.
0: From
1: although I didn't see the movie, I shouldn't say
0: that <laughs> Eddie one? Redmayne. I'm like he want the guy from uh, the Theory of Everything.
2: Oh, I mean to play somebody with ALS is that's kind of a a, a tough role to to take like even when you he's see he's a hack that- <laughs> yeah. Keaton should have wanted well
0: I Keaton said I said that, that, know, that Keaton. guy, that Keaton guy better
1: Keaton's never- ASL a, o, his challenge was better than Red <laughs> that's that's Pittsburgh people yeah. that's, everybody Keaton's, everybody's- Keaton's crushed it yeah. <laughs> yeah. that guy that guy better never have a layover in Pittsburgh oh, that's no better yeah. never
0: Eddie Red means got two hour layover <laughs> <laughs> US Airways on punch in the fucking head
1: pick eye <laughs> Keaton huh yeah. Bunch of guys from The Rocks coming down. Yeah, yeah. right. Your theory everything. A theory it is, MF-er.
2: <laughs> uh, Um, Michael, Michael Keaton is such a classy-ass dude, too, man, because his speech, just the fact that he's like, you know, I want to think so-and-so, and he's like, who am I kidding? I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be like, here. It's like, that's such a Pittsburgh. I wanted
0: it, Yeah, but I want him to win the best actor so I could just hear his Pittsburgh speech, you know? yeah, know, yeah, he's going to mention oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Say, <laughs> hey, hey, everybody, Pittsburgh.
1: Hey, hey. All right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, the Oscars went real original. They gave it to the English guy. Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> who, he is. Who, who seemed
2: like a total dick, Michael, in Keaton, his speech.
1: Michael Keaton is is an awesome
0: actor. He really is, man. He it, really is. And I got to tell you, one of the best role that he has had in the last five years. Okay, all right, get it. Birdman's a great acting achievement. Yeah. it is. But let's not say Birdman. But th- there was a movie that he did a small role in uh kerb uh with the uh, kerb enthusiast with uh Larry David. With Larry David. Larry David just did a movie on HBO.
1: I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I can't remember the fucking movie. It it's about a, the it's with um the Don it's Draper, about the car, yeah. Don Draper's yeah. in yeah. it and uh, whatever it's like a yeah. comedy. Yeah. And
0: uh Michael Keaton plays a small role in that movie <laughs> and it is so fucking funny, man. It's killer it's I didn't even know it was him The first five minutes I'm like who is that dude Man, He plays some crazy Like mechanic That's gonna build a bomb For him or something like that And he's just <laughs> this weird Not I'm like Oh wait Is Michael Keaton I was like jeez <laughs> Wayne's looking up the movie For me okay.
2: Michael Keaton's the man He uh They showed his place too His a thousand acre Place hey, wait, in hey, Montana wait. He lives in like Oh, secluded. oh really He, he lives secluded. in Montana <laughs> Yeah, he got a, a thousand acre ranch. <laughs>
0: Terry, what do you mean? I thought he lived in rocks. Hey,
1: yeah, I have a thousand oh acres my God. in the rocks. I have a thousand acres in yeah. the rocks.
0: I thought he had. A, I thought he had a ranch
1: in the rocks. <laughs> I did. I picture. I pictured a horse
0: ranch in McKee's Rocks. I actually you know? could. I could only they imagine over a horse there. Ranch in McKees yeah, rocks. I just pictured down by the river. I think Michael Keaton is what I <laughs> see him living in a big in a horse ranch in McKee's Rocks. McKees right, he walks <laughs> out and he's got his cowboy hat on and stuff with a Steeler logo on the cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah. And as he walks out and goes, you yeah, know, there's my horses. Over there, and it isn't just rats over there. We're <laughs> rats, and way back there are more horses. <laughs> we're down in rocks. <laughs> Clear history, thanks, brother. Clear history is the movie on HBO. You gotta get it on Netflix or Amazon or HBO Go, or whatever. Because the movie's funny, first off, yeah. but Michael Keaton crushes it. know, yeah, it wasn't like a critically acclaimed thing, but just it's just yeah. pure, it's just pure Michael Keaton, man. He's
2: he, he's been one of my favorites since I was a kid. Uh, because
0: I mean, he's awesome. Well,
2: my dad, of course, had me watching like your Gung, Batman, Gung guy? Ho. Yeah, my dad had me watching Gung Ho and Mister Mom. That was, like, you know, outside mm-hmm. of just Batman. And then Beetlejuice, of course, because yeah. Beetlejuice, I was, like, two, and I was obsessed with Beetlejuice. Are they time. making another Beetlejuice? Yes, they are. Thing. With, the, a, with Ke- Michael? Yeah, he's going to play Beetlejuice again. That's the, They're working on it now, oh, Tim Burton. Oh, with Birdman, they can do it. Oh, yeah, he could, Tim Burton knows. You know, coming off Birdman, though. Oh, coming off Birdman. It makes sense. Beetlejuice would be one of the biggest box office. A, yeah, it's a perfect uh, – wow. And – um. That's he great, said dude. why he didn't play Batman the third time. He said the why? script sucked. He said it just the movie sucked. He Cause, said that, yeah, because Tim Burton wasn't doing it anymore. Sh- uh, Schumacher yeah. did that, and then Schumacher ruined the rest of the series till Batman Begins. No, really? yeah, it,
0: you're right. It, it got you know back to where the grittiness. Yeah, hey, uh, Wayne, would you get Josh? Get Josh. Uh, Josh is a uh, is a movie is a movie producer actually, as yes. we know, and. and so I just want to get his opinion On some of this stuff too We'll throw him in there right. At the end here we, we have to Wrap up some of our roster. American Sniper I uh, thought it Was going to win The movie The best movie Birdman did Of course Did win I thought for sure It had I, didn't, I, didn't. I just thought they I didn't think I thought it was one going to win They didn't want to piss off Clint Eastwood Clint Eastwood
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm <laughs> kind of like happy They pissed him off
0: Clint looked bit. had a look In his eyes like You know My depends are getting full uh, he's, he's not in the office He must have stepped up For a phone call He's MIA Yeah Okay yeah, good. but I, but I thought yeah I thought uh, I thought American Sniper was gonna, you
1: know it it made like it made three hundred million so far. <laughs> but I mean, it's a pop, maybe that hurts it when,
0: they, when that's, box what saying, it. that's what I'm saying. That's
1: what killed number one. It wasn't a popular subject. Yeah. And number two, the fact that it made so much money. It did. Yeah, the Oscars and people were, were there was a lot of controversy yeah. that came out about that
2: dude too. Yeah. Like he like he made up stories about things, and right? Say, so I mean I, I'm sure that hurt it too, especially when you're drawing from that. What Wait, I'm, on who? Um on uh the dude from American sniper what's oh, chris his name Kyle? chris cow they um oh was, no, no I don't think so T there was a contra- there was a lot of controversy on the internet
0: like I read the book though but man, the internet there's always a, but in the book though there yeah. I read the book and I mean there's what what the what the controversy they said you read?
2: that a lot of the stuff in the book there's things that really didn't happen there's things that he lied about to kind of make himself look like a better uh a veteran than um Others there was well, well, the uh, thing is though. They talked the, about the racial thing. But warfare. they're
0: caught con- but they're the the uh the sniping or the hits that he had were were confirmed. Yeah. There's they, they didn't lie about that. Like they have to have witness paperwork, you know, those are actual confirmation. Yeah. That there was a so,
2: I'd have to send you the article. There's like all kinds of Crazy stuff. So I didn't I'm really. I didn't really sure get. I didn't, it really apart. Get, I I didn't get into it too much. Yeah. with anybody because I. Was well, like, no, no. Whatever. There has been. But, I know
0: there's people yeah. that have different is, opinions on it. To me, I think anybody who serves. I just all yeah. hats off to the I, man. I to can't me, bash the man at all. I have great respect. Yeah. Him.
2: So I didn't get involved in that. I was just like, after reading the <laughs> book. I,
0: you know, I I was it was it was a book and i'm reading it and I, and i understand i it could be a little bit of john wayne stuff there and all and the, yeah, but overall i thought the same thing, hey this is confirmed man you know yeah. number one number number two he put the uniform on and that's something i admire yeah. and respect so i thought he went over there you know and he did his thing and he followed order he followed his orders and served his country and whatever so it, that's that's the main thing to me but yeah i don't i understand it's going to be chris but i don't
1: I don't know, I, I can't criticize that. 30-year-old Navy SEAL, that's what gets me. It's because that, that training is intense. Oh, crazy. And to be able to get, to be able to pass it at 30 years old, and I think he had a bum knee on top of that. He did. That's, it, that's well, incredible. Yeah.
0: It, it's just sad that the way it ha- they ended, with this guy, I mean, he was trying to help this guy has post-traumatic stress disorder. He had this place, this ranch he had in Montana, him and his buddy, and they would help people that had you know post-traumatic stress. And here he ends up getting gunned down by a guy who wasn't mentally stable. And the way that the trial's going on mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, and they're saying that he was texting his buddy. that He said this guy's playing nuts. He said like a secret text. Mm-hmm. Shortly after the guy shoots him, him. but yeah, yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, but you know what though, with Hollywood, getting back to the Academy Awards. I'm sorry. Yeah, give the, it the Hollywood though they can switch votes up or anything. votes so that's yeah, votes, you yeah, know who knows right. how they want and, and plus with,
2: saw with film there's a lot of things that they they base it off of something and they could change it up so there could have been just issues where people weren't that didn't read the book like you did right and, and they watched the movie and there's you know kind of like the blind set the blind set was based on um, a real life uh, football right, player right. But the thing was He even said There's some stuff in that movie That just ain't
0: real Right And I'm it's sure Hollywood if Chris Cow were alive be like Yeah well You know hey Some of that stuff yeah. I don't know He didn't have control over it They're gonna make some theatrics
2: Oh yeah They did it with American Gangster There's stuff about Frank Lucas That was a little exaggerated Right But It is what it is You know Hollywood has to sell the movies Well they're not
0: And they're not selling it As a documentary No they're not To the people on the Internet critic Criticizing
1: And be like Hey this isn't a documentary That's when you always see That goes Based on a true story Based on That's always the way That's always they get out of that It's based Based on on a a true story Or They they make a a huge
0: living off that Based on Fargo And all this stuff All this is loosely based It's loosely based as hell The the Fargo The Fargo TV series by the way Side note Unbelievable Awesome You gotta gotta catch it on Netflix Or Amazon (laughs) But anyway Back to (laughs) the Uh, yeah, overall, though, you know, it was interesting year. Patricia Arquette, she got a little bit political, I guess, on stage.
2: Uh, yeah, a lot of... It's all um, right. that was good, I guess. Some people got mad about that. but Yeah,
0: did, did you read that, too?
2: I read that, yeah.
0: So you're sure. our internet guy. You got to give, give us all the internet in, info. What are they saying I, on the internet about her?
2: I read an article that was like this. It, it was upset that she like if she would have stopped and just said you know i'm fighting for equal rights of women and women need empowerment everybody would have been okay right but then she started going into gays and blacks like people of color Mm -hmm. pretty much just just gays and people of color need to help uplift women for equal rights as well and i think people got upset about that because they're like yo like you know you can't really bash people to try and get someone to help you in a way. Like if she I guess it was the way she said it and she probably thought she was saying like the right speech at the time and some people really loved it. But I don't know. I guess it was like one of those things where if she just made it more like I guess she was trying to say we all need to just come together and be right, one. Right. But it's just how she said it. Like she didn't have to call out people of color and gays. Cause actors it, need
0: writers. Yeah, yeah. Someone <laughs>
2: someone should have wrote that shit <laughs> for her early. because it, it came off a certain way. You know what I mean? So <laughs> The article was just saying, like, "Yo, you're you're a middle aged white woman, like, you know, like you don't, you're not, you can't compare that pain to being someone of color and so, someone that's gay that has to deal with like all this crazy shit every day." And I think that's where they were getting at in the article. So, yeah. <laughs> what, <laughs> I'm. What do you think about the whole
1: statement? Yeah. Well, I think I think women need equal right. I think yes, there's some ob- obvi- No shit, one but... is against anybody having equal rights. So the 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 thing about it is is the simple fact that the the whole thing about the income inequality is people think that that like there's a law that can be passed that can change that. Yes. What it's really about is the fact that a lot of women pick different careers or they have kids or they have like things like that. And the, only, the funny thing is, the one industry where there is documented differences is the industry they're in, which is exactly. Hollywood. Because that's they have specifically shown that, yeah, this person gets X, while well, this person gets Y because of gender. Now, everywhere else, it's one of those things of like, you know, I, I just it's because I think people look at it and say, "Oh, it's because Microsoft pays its software people different based on gender." No, It's because what happens is is that women, instead of getting into investment banking, get into social work. And when, so more or less, or, you know, because of the fact that they go to college, but then three years after college, they have kids, they go out of the workforce for five years. Yeah. And so when they come back, the their male counterparts are now five years ahead of them and everything like that. So it's not something to wear. Now, if you want to say, well, women, you know, we should encourage women to not get into, you know, certain industries, should encourage them to be more into sales or more into financial industry or everything yeah. like that. That's one thing, but... I don't know. I just think that they Hollywood has a real great way of more or less s- making a statement, but not going. Okay, now you have to get deeper into it and really yeah. kind of figure out the cure for all of this. Yeah.
0: it's funny though with Patricia can't like when she's doing this, or she knew ahead of time she's going to say, "Oh, she knew because she had no glasses on. She's ready to go, right? She's she for she yeah. it. in front of her. She's going for she it, and yeah. like." The issues, like, is there anyone in the world that's against equal rights for women? <laughs> like, yeah, no, like, of you course want. you're gonna... People on yeah. equal rights for women. And and, and is she going to be the one who changes at the Academy Awards? Is it all going to change? And yeah. they're going to go back 30 years and they're going, thank God for Patricia Arquette.
1: Yes. It,
0: it, that's right. The it, girl who read this, she had a ghost show.
1: But we are talking about it. She, so I guess that she, would, she, would she be, be her shag-ing. point. Yeah, yeah. I, guess, I guess I guess she does win. Yeah.
2: I mean, the thing is, yeah. I mean, I will. I would like to. I don't
1: know. But I don't know. The Academy Awards, though. Is the,
0: yeah. point, is the place.
2: Well, I mean, to because do
0: any type of did Marlon Brando
1: stand? change anything when she he brought that um Native American on? No, the stage? he just <laughs> gave, a, gave a highlight reel is all he did. Yeah,
2: and it's the same with um you know like I was really happy that Glory won uh, the Oscar with Common and John Legend uh, for Selma because Selma kind of got like pushed to the side on some categories for. Um, the academy but uh, it it was cool that they won um, you know like a hip hop track and just the power of hip hop and, and and music and black culture and John Legend and uh, Common gave this speech but it was a political speech as well where John Legend was talking about you know equal rights for uh, black men and, and, and more empowerment but I, I agree with you you know I was happy that they did the speech but it's one of those things where just like with Patricia Arquette where they do the speech and you're like is this really going to make a difference in the academy? Awards? You know,
1: what
0: I liked about Legends in, 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 or their speech was. Uh, who was the other gentleman with. with Common. Legend? Common? Yeah. I know Legend. I saw him with once uh, open for uh, Sade about three years ago.
2: Amazing. It's amazing. Does Horace. that
0: make me Neil Patrick Harris? <laughs> <our Sade and laughs> no, 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 but, side, no. John Legend, she, she's bad. I'm a huge yeah. John John uh, Legend fan after that show. I, I you know started buying it stuff. Yeah, you know, like. Uh, but uh see when i when he when they were talking though it didn't to me it just seemed like they were just making a statement rather than a heavy like an obvious statement kind of thing you know what i mean like they weren't like trying to try they were just like hey man thanks for the award yeah this is why you know we we did do. that song or it, whatever. This is how important it was. The the, the song from the movie. It kind of showed important. So I didn't see. But it, it went as heavy with the movie. Uh, it
2: went with the movie because it's about yeah. civil rights. Right. Where it's Patricia Arquette. <laughs> but hers was like yeah. Her, that's boyhood. What it made sense. She's in a movie called Boyhood. Yeah. So <laughs> and then you so come kinda, up talking about equal rights for women. Yeah.
0: Kind of all tied together. Yeah. But you know the movie it was the movie Selma and the whole thing. I could. You know, it tied in. Okay, yeah. that made sense. <laughs> the it's like,
1: well then right. I think it comes back to the whole thing about. Although the whole, I didn't the,
0: see boyhood Is there something about the, the No
2: reality? no it's just the fact that it's a it's a movie about a, a, a boy growing into a, a man okay. And so she's talking no about reason. equal rights to women. Well
1: it comes back to the, the whole thing about Hollywood And the well, whole Oscar thing in the sense that A lot of this attitude of They may be a little bit more impo- They think they're a little bit more important than they are In a sense that, okay, this is a television show, and you're going to take three and a half hours of network time to just basically do a giant ass-kissing festival for Hollywood movies.
0: Yeah, you know it's funny that you think about it. Those actors, they kind of form public opinion. They kind of make movies, you know, like, like Sniper or whatever, to make us talk. Yeah, and then I can imagine in their heads they probably it's easy to get that to that point where you think you're pretty. Important or you know whatever influence because right. kind of in a weird way they are yeah <laughs> they, well their decisions That's... make our pop culture in a weird way yeah you, you, it's kind of you know, strange
2: my um my favorite moment of the night at the Oscars okay. was uh Terrence Howard <laughs> what did he do I don't remember Is I such think a long Ter- Terrence Howard had to be on Henny and Coke what did he do he he was presenting um. Well, he he's introducing like the uh, the nominees or whatever for what was it best? It uh, wasn't best picture, but he was talking about the movies like Whiplash and Salman Okay, stuff. and I guess the monitor must have been messed up. Okay, but so, either so you that, what either that, say? or he was just out of his mind. But um, you know, he he goes up and he's like, this next um movie is um. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do? Just, I'm just a little stumbled? blown out of the way right now. Did he really? He said That's little, exactly how I'm he did. A little blown out of the way. out of what out of the way. And then he's like, "Um, <laughs> it's so emotional in this movie, and I just um really love everything about it." And he's, <laughs>
0: did
2: he say? <laughs> this is this is literally is literally what he's doing the whole time. What did
0: the audience do?
2: The audience? Well, first of all, <laughs> J.K. was trying not to laugh a little bit because yeah. he was kind of like whiplash, and then he's like and then you see it cut like, from he was he's sitting like you know oh cuz he was talking about like you know he got they try to say he got overly emotional but i think something happened with the uh with what he was reading and then he starts like banging the mic because i guess he got nervous so like you hear this
0: the whole time you know how they are calling the doctor get... at that moment they call him yeah. Matthew McConaughey <laughs> all right all right all right he's got that. i think it's could be a combination of mushrooms and weed I'm not oh, sure dude. But he's got hallucination going on. And he I'm he got go right up on stage. <laughs> don't want to get him. Just go low so the camera don't catch you. Just, just kind of nudge him off. Oh, That's got to be the
1: scariest he's thing. High. you, you are chappy. in front of a billion people. And, yeah, and the monitor just goes. Your entire <laughs> life. He, he was like, gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'd start crying. Yeah, it was. It was so funny.
2: I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, I would start crying. And he got a lot going on. So somebody joked and said that uh, you know we were just talking about some stuff. And um, I had said that uh, his ex wife was probably in the audience or something. Because, you know, he has this controversy going on right now. He has a hit TV show on Fox. The ratings are very high with Empire. Right. And, yes. Um, huge show. A huge show. And recently they tried to Bill Cosby him. Um, they're leaking the information of him abusing women, like really? actually physically abusing women. So wow. his mug
0: shots have leaked out and so uh, a smear campaign. Th- pretty much
2: that's what they're trying to do. So okay. I don't know if he's like out of it. Or Who knows? It maybe.
0: Was. Or maybe like I said, just uh you know just a math just gotta get him out just get him calmed down. That's all right. JK Levin. <laughs> hey, uh Josh is Josh our movie guy here. He's our producer, he's our movie producer, he's in the movie business a bit. Who's your what'd you think real quick was we wrap up our Oscar, Josh? Here, get on mic real quick. What'd you think? I watched Josh, I seen you didn't watch any of them? Josh, no, I, not the movies. Did you watch Academy Awards? No. You didn't watch Academy Awards. No. Have you ever seen a movie? Yeah, haven't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, this right. segment's really flying. You get our movie guy to wrap it up. Did you see the movie? No, dude, no. <laughs> what's,
1: what's just like football coaches. You go up to a football coach and be like, Did you see this game? No, I was that's too busy. True. I was too We're, busy coaching the sport. I think that's what it is. You're wrapping it up. Yeah. That's right. You're working in a movie. Yeah.
0: Of course. So you
2: don't have time. The movie guy's like, yeah, I was making a movie. You know what? <laughs> yeah, so that so we can so, be at uh, the Oscars yeah, next have year We don't have time to watch, know, time to watch <laughs> the, the Oscars. Movie. Well, that's true.
0: It's like comedians, too, man. We go on vacation or Like, hey, did you go to the comedy club? Or the last fucking thing we want to see is a comedian, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we don't go see comedians. And so, sorry, Joe. That, I, I read the no trades I, I wipe trades. it off. Forget that. I read the trades the next day and saw who won. So that was it. You're done? That's what I did. That's, That's good to know I'm glad that movie people Are just like comedians We just We yeah. don't want to see com- Yeah I don't want to see you want to see comedians We go on vacation it, Isn't
2: that annoying Is that It's someone annoying ask
0: yes. you if you want to go To a comedy club They're wow. being nice They think you We want to do that Like we enjoy that it's like, like when do you go to work. It's yeah. like if we
1: we're an account. Like, hey, you want to do some numbers with me? It's like, yeah. Oh, I'm on yeah. vacation. You know, let's let's go to the bank together. The
0: last <laughs> thing I want to do is do. So, Josh, all right, back back in your back in your box. I'm going to go back to my back in your corner back now. in your corner a little dark box. I'm sorry, put you and Wayne in. It's okay, <laughs> man. Dude, Don't you... yeah. Tell put Wayne's muzzle back on. He's biting again. <laughs>
2: Yo, I want to see this Budapest movie first of all.
0: I saw the the pre. I don't know, man. I can't do it. It, it, Everyone like they keep talking about how 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 hot this movie is. I gotta see it. Yeah, I saw pre.
2: Yeah, Bill Murray. What is the Hotel Budapest? Oh, okay, the Grand 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 Budapest Budapest Hotel. Hotel. That's what it
0: is. Adrian Brody, you know, it's. I want to see. It. I love right, Adrian Brody. I'll go, I'll, He's i awesome. watch it with you. I'm, I'm on a fence. Yeah. You go. I'll go to
2: I, I got to watch this movie. All right, we'll go there. We'll go see, see that. Box this. Let's do Doubleheader. We we'll go
0: that, and we'll we'll go see that and Sniper back to back. Yeah. Huh? At, at the Dollar Theater. Right, We're in. <laughs>
1: and then later on in the summer, no the NWA that. story. The NW- <laughs> yo, actually, I can't wait to see that movie. That's, that that actually looks really good. How many Coors Light um, ads do you think will be in it? Oh
2: Oh, fifty thousand. <laughs> Ice Cube. Well, somebody yeah. somebody already died on set of the movie, oh, so you shit. know it's going to be good.
1: Wow, you know Shook, it's going to be yeah. good. And rated G.
2: <laughs> Shook, Shook Knight killed somebody on the set
1: just for old time's yeah. sake. He,
2: this this is a dude who killed uh-huh. Tupac, who who did like so much damaging stuff to the hip hop
0: community. It's rated a G thing.
2: <laughs> Straight out of content. That's right. Uh, like we're
0: all go- we're all going to that one too. Yeah. that's yeah. a family out yeah, I'm,
1: cross.
2: I'm wearing my body. I'm wearing my Jerry Curl wig too. Oh, you got to go for it. Yes, oh, yeah. all the way.
1: I'm you imagine if people dress I'm up going. like Rocky Horror Picture Show. We should <laughs> all dress up. <laughs> I know I am. I'm
0: just for fun. I'll, I'll straight I'll, out of low cash. Just for <laughs> Come just for like the, the audience. I'll just dress as Eminem. I'll dye my hair <laughs> white, comb it forward. Although I look like an old Mo from the Three Stooges. <laughs> yeah. So funny.
1: I'll just drink Coors Light. You'll just drink Coors Light.
0: All right, let's turn to Saturday Night Live a little bit here. We'll talk about the uh, uh, 40th anniversary. They did the the, uh, the the show a couple weeks ago, actually, but I just want to talk about because uh, this month Rolling Stone has the 141 not ready for primetime players in the history of the show, and they rated them from one to 141. That was ridiculous. First of all, the show was pretty good. I like the
2: oh,
1: uh, what the 40 40? uh, the 40th anniversary show was all right. <laughs> It was, you know, it, it felt like a show. Be. Like you ever been on, a, like on a comedy show where they just go, like, "Hey, if having four comedy comedians is good, <laughs> having eight is even better." And then by like the sixth or seventh, the audience is just like, "Oh my god, is this ever?" Gonna I, I thought be I again? thought Seinfeld was it was longer. I thought Seinfeld was good. Seinfeld was funny, taking the questions and stuff. I thought great. somebody that
0: was funny, and. I was watching all the old highlights, and I don't know why. There was one stupid highlight. It was so stupid, I'm sure no one even laughed at it but me, because it was one of those ones where he showed, like, 20 highlights. But it was uh, – I can't even remember who the comedian was. I think it was – it might have been Tim Meadows or something like yeah. that, whatever. But he's playing <laughs> O.J. Simpson as an analyst, and, and and he's with, like, a guy doing, say, Al Michaels or whatever. I can't remember. Oh, it was so quick. Yeah. And He's drawing a diagramming a play. Would happen, and he wrote out, "I did it." Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why it. it was
1: so funny, man. Yeah, because that was, so was the clever. week. That yeah, that was the week after he got acquitted, and so yeah, they yeah. assumed, "What if he actually went back to his job at at at, at um on NBC?" As an yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did it. It was it
0: was awesome. Uh, the uh, the Jeopardy bringing back Jeopardy was oh fun, man, right? That, that was
1: pretty funny. That was good. I'll check Horage for yeah. two hundred. Yeah, now that brings up I like M- Mr. Eddie goes, Murphy. Yes, yeah, we got thought
0: rapist instead of therapist. That's <laughs> yeah. my favorite.
1: Like
2: the rapist, don't, don't Rapish. Um, yeah. So you Chris, heard,
0: you heard the controversy, right? well Chris Rock, of course, introduced Eddie Murphy and gave him an eloquent which was introduction, amazing, which was crazy, on the because yeah. Eddie
2: Murphy found Chris Rock in a
0: comedy. Yes, club. he did. I, you know what? It was right in my era, of being in New York. Believe it or not. Yeah, and I, I had that Lauren Michaels story. I'll talk about. But you I remember that, that was a famous story, and in, in, the, in the you know the clubs, a couple of clubs that he sees Rock at, like. Quarter to two in the morning man. 19 years old 18, 19 Yeah Rick Chris was just on stage A few times He was naturally funny As he is Yeah He'll tell you Himself in the interviews Right Terry Yeah He wasn't ready He said he wasn't ready But he boom He moved him Cause Eddie got quick. him
2: on stage He met him And uh, he said You going on tonight Cause Chris Rock Was trying to like Flip Like help You know Set up yeah. the tables And stuff Just yep. to get stage time And Eddie Murphy Was like um, Put him on mm-hmm. Next Not last Next mm-hmm and Chris Rock did something that was funny enough and he said in the background he heard (laughs) and he said that's when he knew he made the king laugh and uh, Eddie Murphy said hey come out LA we're doing a movie and uh, Chris Rock's mom was like Eddie Murphy might be on drugs I don't want you going out there for anyone that ever seen the TV show Everybody Hates Chris it's pretty funny that she actually said that but um he went out LA Went with uh, Eddie Murphy And he got him a role In uh, Beverly Hills Cop 2 As a valet driver
0: And, and then uh, First movie role a year on Saturday. I think on Maybe one or two years In Saturday didn't uh, do two, much though Two seasons Yeah they, they featured it's kind of a them. bitter ending what he said He said mm-hmm. he didn't get Many scripts But obviously became into, came into huge, his own as years went on yeah, huge what, what was the controversy that you're saying about Eddie Murphy of that so, SNL thing
2: Norm Macdonald goes on like these Twitter Rants sometimes about things and it's, it's Pretty amazing when he does it but he went on A rant about Eddie Murphy being on SNL 40 and a okay. lot of people were Upset that Eddie didn't Do anything or say anything Really funny you know cause like I said We're obsessed with Eddie Murphy we he went out as to a, be... a,
0: a, a, a Mount Rushmore guy kind of which, Yeah which you know Maybe that's why he didn't want to because he thought anything he's thinking. Chris Rock gave him an eloquent introduction. He's given a Mount Rushmore the kind of thing, which he deserved. He did save Saturday Night Live. That everything yeah. Chris Rock said was absolutely true. He should have been ranked number one, probably I, I because agree. of that over Belushi. But over Belushi, but, but Belushi's dead. I love Belushi. Yeah, got to get. I Belushi, love Belushi, but, but he's still dead. Murphy should have got it because he saved the entire franchise. If Murphy would dies, he'll be put on number one. There's no. There's no Saturday Night Live anymore. There's no 40th right. anniversary if not for Murphy saving him. Absolutely true. So that for me, that makes him number one. But anyway, yeah. he, he goes out. What is he going to do and say? I'm sure they yeah. asked him. He can do well, anything this is he what they This is
2: what they wanted him to do. During the, the Celebrity Jeopardy thing, they wanted Eddie Murphy to play Bill Cosby <laughs> and do That's that awesome. whole part. So um, Brett Ratner was the, again, it's always Brett Ratner, but Brett Ratner was the middle guy. And Eddie Murphy said that he didn't want to do it because he didn't want to kick a man while he was down. Right. And he thought. It's his friend. Yeah, he was like, I, I don't really need the laugh that much. And that's what Norm McDonald was giving him props for, like saying Eddie Murphy's a rock star in a room full of rock stars, which he really is. He's the Like king he doesn't right now. need a laugh that bad. And it, it was as funny as it is for us, if we think about it, it's also kind of like a, a quick, easy, cheap laugh. But in that business, you have to do you you're you're it's doing
0: a wave, cameo laugh he but, doesn't need but, a cameo Terry, laugh you, know? how,
1: you just you when you told jim that how mm-hmm. amazing would it have been that moment to sit there and cuz the whole point was it was going to be a video daily double and it was going to be it was going to be bill cosby showing how to mix a drink yeah if Eddie murphy would have done that for 10 seconds but if
0: you got, if you got accused of of sleeping with 40 women mike with you know giving them drugs and then i had the chance to do a joke on you course i would fuck yeah. you over yeah <laughs> but he's different he's different than me eddie,
1: eddie. I'd ex- honestly i'd expect it from you jim i'd, <laughs> I'd nope. call you up and be like you could have done it so much better that was a terrible impression yeah. of me. No.
0: <laughs> I, I think. but I'm, i just think well it's probably like who knows maybe cosby helped murphy when he was well, murphy he, was down we don't know i mean he's had ups and downs and ups and downs in his career i'm sure he's been there a long time maybe he did that and even if cosby's guilty he's thinking the guy did help me when I was down. We yeah. don't know the personal story. That's probably what it is. And, and it's the a thing, personal story. The there, thing with Co- I um, think.
2: the thing with Cosby too, which is why like people were kind of upset with Hannibal Burrs, But it, I don't really pay attention to that part. But the thing with Cosby is with with black comedy, there wouldn't be any black comics in mainstream if it wasn't for Bill Cosby. So he set the bar for that civil rights in comedy for us. Yeah, comedically, you're right, Tara. That's why, I mean, Eddie's old school.
0: It's hard to separate it, but it's true. Whatever whatever crime he would do in life, what he did as a performer, we have to try to think.
1: But again, along those lines I wanted at some Eddie point. Murphy so bad. It's just like when you talk about a couple years ago when he was going to host the Oscars. I was like you. I was l lo- I was I couldn't yeah. wait. That would have been appointment television. That would have been the biggest thing ever, to see him come back to his home, which was stand up comedy. If they should have had him if obviously if he doesn't want to do it, he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. But how great would it have him been if he'd have done James Brown? Yeah. If he would have come out and done yo, well, it would destroyed. He hates SNL.
0: It might be because of yeah, what they you know, did to he, him, but it might be the expectation something he's thinking, too, that can I really live up to the – I mean, really, because think yeah. about it. We're making it, like, bigger than life. It's really a skit or whatever. If he does one thing off a little bit or whatever, we're all over I mean, him. And all, all the mystique is gone. Yeah, All the mystique and all the heat is built up. His people may be sitting there thinking, that, thinking, hey, man, we got, we got the mystique going. We got the whole image going. At that point, maybe he didn't want a chance it. I mean, the, Co-
2: the Cosby thing I can understand, but, like, yeah, I, if the I feel like the fact he didn't want to do a skit is because of the history, the bad history he's had with SNL. And I know people talk about the David Spade joke where David Spade back in uh, the 90s did that joke where he said, look, kids, it's a falling star. And it was Eddie Murphy's face. And he <laughs> yeah, felt he disrespected thing, on yeah. SNL. But, uh, I mean, if we think about it, Eddie Murphy was 18 on SNL, went from a feature to the big player. Uh, kept that show going for four years to the point he was on 48 hours when he was 19, 22 with Delirious. Mm-hmm. So he's this is early life. Like, could you imagine being like th- he was like Justin Bieber with sense, but Justin Bieber at that time, like he was such a huge star at a young age, right? Like and, Rolling Stone, like, yeah, 24, and killing it. And to the point he had to do 20 skits, and 10 of them was allowed to be recorded. No one else was allowed to do that but Eddie. If there was a host missing, Eddie was so big that they let Eddie host SNL. Yeah So I mean I think the thing with him is That he's been such a big star And we love Eddie Murphy so much That we're obsessed with Eddie Murphy Coming back to What we feel is Eddie Murphy Whereas Eddie Murphy's Probably like I was a kid then And it was fun And I'm an adult now I kind of want to Venture wonder if, into What things. is he? He's, he's,
1: he's Eddie Murphy But is he a comedian? Is he a, <laughs> he's he's just a, a movie he's star? He's one of the
2: greatest entertainers That ever lived I guess See I guess the thing that's is how, about, That's how I, put I it. mean like, I the people that comed- I I see him as
0: I think he's a, a comedian too, an comedian, and and actor. A... I think he's an actor. Also, it's a good actor, but but I think he's a comedian. And I think if he did stand up, he would be back to where he was. But he's afraid. The problem he is, even said he's afraid. The Beatles, when the Beatles broke up, mm-hmm. the Beatles didn't get back together. Did they? Um, they almost did a few times with some money and some mm-hmm. issues fell make it fall apart. But the reason they didn't get back together, and the reason that Lennon and McCartney didn't go down to Saturday Night Live at that time where they said they were going to almost go. Is the same reason, maybe, when you... I'm just, you know, hypothesizing here, but maybe when you're that person who's on Mount Rushmore and you're supposedly that, you know, put to that iconic or... Well, Paul McCartney he still beyond, sings Hey Jude. And it's not as good. Yeah. You know, Paul, Ma- <laughs> Paul McCartney still you plays I mean? the console Energy Center. Still, I, I, no, I know, but Lennon is... Uh, well, he's passed away, but I'm just saying the Beatles, and the Beatles in essence, at that time. And, and I'm not... Maybe it's a mistake. Maybe it was a mistake. Maybe they should have got back together quick but before they died, but before Lennon died but, uh, and, and George. But, look, they didn't because of that. They yeah. thought, if we get back together, at that time, it was built up to beyond, you know, I was remember hearing things. That it was beyond belief yeah. that the Beatles got back together. The way they were, they were the greatest. This is the greatest, 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 you know, whatever, and it almost it to a religious fervor to the point where, you couldn't possibly live I mean, you, you you do a show Even if it's going to be great I don't know if you can live up to that And they probably thought that And that has to yeah. be The decision they made For their legacy That is So they probably thought ah, Let's just leave it go Yeah We're frozen in time Is the greatest Let's leave it go You wonder Eddie Murphy He said Frozen uh, in time He said he is Maybe Because he's frozen in time there Maybe he can't top that In his head because he and maybe he can, but maybe he can't in his head. He said it's, that, it's up to him. He said that um. All right, because
2: like raw, a lot of people don't know raw has the record for the highest grossing um stand up movie of all time with fifty six million dollars, mm-hmm. and that was in the eighties. Mm-hmm. So that's like a hundred something million. Yeah. Now and and you know so Eddie Murphy's up here, and he was in his early twenties and stuff like that, mid twenties, and then going into like thirty. Then he went through like depression because he had a couple shitty movies. Mm-hmm. Um, because I read uh whose book was it? Uh, Charlie Murphy's book where he talks a lot about his brother in there and you know the crazy thing about Eddie is he said that he watched Seinfeld comedian Mm -hmm. and saw how much Seinfeld had to get back into like starting completely over and he said it terrified him. It's hard. Because he left at such a high peak and at that time Eddie was the first talking about the stuff that he was talking about whereas he created a whole generation of comics who were talking about what he's talking about. So it's kind of like if he comes back it's going to be the same it's kind of like hip-hop you know rakim kind of started that one flow but now you got like eminem you got jay-z you got nas
1: you got all these guys who who are doing that he so, so, it, it sound it sounds like everybody else because he was the first guy so
0: maybe he's at that point where he's thinking he has to be groundbreaking that he can't come up and do what, groundbreaking, maybe what we all yeah. do i don't know yeah. you know do you ever go to an airport he maybe can't do that anymore, yeah he or, can't or whatever <laughs> <laughs> but i'm just saying that uh you can't bash gays as much as you did in the '80s. But I think I think he's <laughs> you thinking, know what I mean. But you know what? If he's thinking that, he's wrong. I'd like to see him take the chance. Yeah, of and I think that's would. where, yeah. deep down, we're a little bit we're a little bit there's a little bit of a letdown. If you're Beatles fan, you were a little bit let down back then, yeah. right? If, if you're listening to this thing in the old time, you were let down that they didn't. Give it. If you're an Eddie Murphy fan, deep down, I'm a little bummed that he's not taking the risk. There's a risk involved with it. Yeah. I wish he would take the risk. That's I, I, the one thing.
2: I think he will. I think one day he'll come back And and do it Steve Martin's
0: the same thing No Steve Martin sold out Fucking The Dodgers Steve Martin sold out Dodger Stadium Dodger Stadium And disappeared And doesn't do stand up anymore He
2: said Once he got to that point In his book That it terrified him That it was like A celebration of comedy It wasn't the art of comedy anymore And He claims that's why His hair went white Because he was so terrified But uh, That's the same thing With Steve Martin You have a point Did you What was that Uh, Like a year ago Two years ago He sold out like a Heinz Hall type theater For public speaking And he was mm-hmm. doing public speaking stuff yeah. And it sold out And all these people came out And he didn't crack one joke Because right. he was serious about what he wanted to do And people wanted refunds And they, they went off about right. him, And they, they went to hear about, comedy And they want to hear comedy And it's the same when he plays his in his band He plays they, banjo Banjo and they think and it's that's all he does, comedy right. And he's really doing a show for music And I think the thing with comedy With comics is we're not allowed to really be anything outside of wacky and quirky. You know what I mean? Like we can't be ourselves and be normal in in a sense. Like we're not allowed to go away from it. We always have to stay with it in a way. So for example, if if someone sees you out and you know, you've you're, you're fucking Jimmy Crane, you go out somewhere, (laughs) you're at a restaurant and someone's like, Hey, do Stanley Piki Hey, can you Mm -hmm. do Ralph the cat for me real quick? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, I'm, ch- you know, uh, you're a great guy, so you'll probably do it for him. But the thing is, you're out with Hetty. You're eating. You, you don't want to keep doing Stanley P when you're trying to have a conversation with your wife. I imagine in that's, those guys' lives,
0: they can't uh, escaping who they are. Maybe I guess and they can, the but uh, you know, I feel like that's you what's got into it. People. I know you're right, though, too I think they do think that, and I think, but but it's hard to feel sorry for them for making millions, and that's what they chose, and that. But but at the same time, I. Th- I think you might be right, to on that. And Eddie Murphy might be in a place where he uh, doesn't want to even deal with it, maybe. I don't know, maybe. You know, anything he does do is kind of under microscope.
1: Yeah, his reggae music is amazing. I love his music. But here's the thing, Terry. If it's Eddie Murphy. But t- if he is making this decision based upon being afraid of failing, then that i but if he well, said that's, I mean, that's
0: deep down, we think that. And that's a yeah. slight like disappointment, just like the Beatles getting back together. Wasn't yeah. that a fear of
1: failing that they didn't get back together? Really? They because you're got, such they a didn't huge say they hated stars. each other. Robert Plant has been offered literally billions go. of dollars to just reunite yes. with with Led Zeppelin, but he has said, I don't want to do it. Because he yeah.
0: knows there will be a Different level of criticism and a different whatever, and and it's frozen and in time. Age, and, and, and yeah. It's he,
1: hard to, for us.
0: I guess we could easily sit there and criticize that, but think about it. This guy, these guys, when we're talking Murphy or you know Robert planet and or the Beatles, that is like the Picasso of entertainment or whatever. You know, <laughs> it's like saying you know, all right, pay me another Picasso. Yeah, exactly like Picasso, and and maybe like <laughs> um, I don't know if I can do that. I mean, think about it
2: as artists, like for us as comics. We we do have a routine that kills it murders, and then we're we're paranoid about what the next bit is going to be. Yes, Th- that's just real. You know what works. I know people who have been doing like their whole same act for like you know the same forty five minutes for a long time. And they
0: worked on it like one man. And, pl- and, it's a one man play. It's a you one man worked play. Worked on a one man play. Yep. Eddie Murphy worked on a one man play and had maybe out of t- maybe two three Pulitzer prizes. Okay. Yep. So now they're saying give me another Pulitzer prize. And yeah. maybe he's sitting there going, I got I got I did three or four of these already, whatever, you yeah. know, Pulitzer prize place and, or Martin or Led Zeppelin, whatever. That that same thing where I've done that and I, I don't know, maybe they're maybe it's not a fear, maybe it's maybe it's that I've I've done it. Yeah. And there is no challenge to the, I don't know Maybe it's something like that That's so what happened With Donald Glover I mean he's a younger
2: guy He's newer But he's focusing on his music As Childish Gambino Which I love his music I'm When you have fan. enough money
0: You can do that shit Yeah we So Eddie Murphy Got enough money that.
1: When you got fuck you money He can do anything <laughs> Oh yeah I mean It's not like he needed To make anybody <laughs> laugh On the Saturday Night Live <laughs> that's thing what But he said. it would have been great If it they would have put great. him Something in there To, to just For they, one night Do one of his characters we, Do Buckwheat Do something yeah.
0: Backstage Eddie would you do one of your bets? Do do to Mister Mister Robinson's neighborhood? One of those little things? Do back? Your, he looked and he got up his phone and he looked at his bank account. And go, let me see. One hundred eighty-five million. <laughs> 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 no, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I got one hundred eighty-five million. Don't do it anymore. So Robert Downey Jr. was ranked last as the worst primetime player. We'll Poor go through guy. him real quick. A great actor. Just summon the judge. For great good actor. Oh, he's amazing. <laughs> Iron think. Man. He's Iron Man. Um. Don't remember him on SNL. It was eighty five, eighty six. i maybe that's why he wasn't. I, I, I was no born remember. so. Yeah. Me, I I got born. I was born a year later. <laughs> so
1: they they don't even they don't the even old has, ones. Terry yeah. and I don't really know the, the old, old ones. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. <you laughs> up yeah. Yeah. You we'll have to rely on me. <laughs> they don't his, even his? have the clips of Robert <laughs> yeah. Downey Jr. That's yeah, how well, bad it was. I think he burned well, I don't those. think he technically he was technically on, but they never found a skit for him.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they had uh, the Muppets at one forty. I won't go through the bottom. some some at the bottom, some at the top. Jim Brewer, 139. I don't like Jim Brewer. No, Victoria Jackson, one thirty eight. I feel bad for Brewer because he's I think he's very funny. Uh I disagree with the Brewer thing. I think she should be higher up. Gilbert Godfrey also 137. I disagree with that. I think she be higher up. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey Gilbert Godfrey was on 80, 81. So I guess he didn't work out. Colin Quinn, one thirty six. He's either a love you, hate you kind of guys. This one, this, Norm McDonald, ninety three to ninety eight, one thirty five out of one forty one. Really, do you th- I think I, to that's Burt bullshit. Reynolds. It's just funny, right? Burt Reynolds
1: and Weekend Update. Weekend Update up alone inherit. gets yeah.
0: him to the top hundred. Yeah. I think. Uh, Randy Quaid, one thirty four, just for being <laughs> crazy, should be one hundred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> uh, let's see. These the few. Oh, here's my one thirty one. Jay Moore, nineteen ninety three to ninety five. One of the nasty. The, the, one of the nastiest people that I. Have. For me. Okay. I interviewed a lot of. 25 <laughs> years on radio, the top 25 market radio station. You know, I interviewed a lot of people. I interviewed, you know, from President Obama to President <laughs> Clinton and on. This guy, if I had to say who was a, the most, who was the asshole, or the worst. Person to you, you. Are, in an interview. I mean, I don't know him personally. Just an no, anybody just who's you are him. literally
1: I, the fifth person who has Jay ever Moore. dealt with him who has said he is a complete piece of shit. Yeah, I, I, didn't, everyone, I, did, I didn't All the stories was, that he I didn't know seem of to be a good is an asshole.
0: He seemed, I don't know. I I, it's just an interview, but just met him like, you know, 10 minutes. You too, tear. You heard? I
2: heard all kinds of stories about him. Actually, I know. Not a fan. You know what? I ain't gonna say what I'm even gonna Go say. Ahead, say. I it. I usually say some shit. <laughs> That's what podcasts are for. And it gets me in for. trouble. But this uh, is our podcast. Well, there's, there's a rumor that he took. Listening, another, to there, everyone listening, When to hear you say. There, it, there's no. a rumor that he took another comics bit that was really? actually a life story. And a life story. A life like a story a life story that someone lived and he took that bit. Is wow. this the um Tracy Jordan story? Tracy Morgan, yeah. Tracy
1: Morgan, sorry. Yeah, that's what I was talking I was Tracy Jordan. Tracy Jordan.
2: <laughs> Tracy Jordan. You, you watching Jordan. Thirty Rock. <laughs> He's watching Thirty Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy Jordan.
0: Did he st-
1: <laughs> Yeah, Jay Moore
0: still but will get you pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> he stole that. Yeah, but he stole that.
2: I don't know. I've heard I've heard I actually heard a story about him screwing over somebody while they were on the stage and he they called him and he like called and they put the mic. He put the mic there and was like, "Is there any black people in the audience?" And it made everybody uncomfortable. And How about it? When, and he when, fucking dug a hole for that comic.
0: Does anyone, <laughs> known does as anyone a ever seen it? Go and said, "Oh my god, Jay Moore doing stand up." Oh shit, did you see that? Nah. Does anyone? He's a,
2: he has good impressions. I like his Christopher he Walken. Does, yeah,
0: he does some good impressions. It's one of those things he's where an he's an actor he's, playing an asshole. Oh,
2: yeah. He's talented. And it's he's just roll that, right
0: into
1: that. It's just that everyone has a problem with him. It's a very natural, that role. So let's say he's won, he should have been 143. So <laughs> I think good. so. <laughs> he's won, yeah, 141.
0: Let's I, I don't know do, up. So I can't. Out of 143, this, is 153. This is my favorite one. <laughs> this guy at 126. Remember, you know, as comics... If you if you think man, if I got on Saturday Live, I'd be like the, the greatest, right? This guy Tony Rosado. Does anyone fucking remember this dude <laughs> at all? <laughs> Tony, Poor Rosato. Tony Rosato in 1980 to '82 was walking around going, "I am Tony fucking Rosato, man." Tony and he Rosato. He pictured himself, little Italian guy. He pictured himself in a red leather outfit, doing his. You know, oh, he can't headline his own living raw, his own delirious,
1: delirious. So, what's going to be his delirious, delirious? <laughs> he, he doesn't get recognized in his own basement. Yes, <laughs> he was. Who played probably
0: big, Tony Danza? Stole his thunder or something. You know, he, he probably had sounds that, like Tony. He, he had a Who's the Boss
1: Who like knockoff. Was, off it, was on he the big suit? Was he
2: the big suit guy? Who's the big suit guy? Oh, the big
1: suit guy.
0: I
2: could have Tony yeah. Danza.
1: Killed me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I
0: don't know who it was. Who the big suit. Guys. The big
2: suit guy. He's like, "May I ask yourself, is that a very big suit?" Like, I don't know. As, don't as a kid, one. my dad had like the greatest. Uh, it was Saturday like night 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 Saturday Night Live from when it started to '95. It was Tony Rosato, 95. Rosato 95. and Hal. Yeah, I think it was Tony Rosato. We got to
0: get Tony Rosato on this show. <laughs> we probably can. If he's alive, we're getting him on. Where's Clinton Rosato? I
1: think Where's he's cleaning the toilets. Can we bring him in? Yeah. What do you clean toilets? Tony days is Tony much I had the whole thing locked up. Then they had Joe Piscopo. There's yeah, too many him. Italians. <laughs> Joe Piscopo. He threatened my life.
0: He's connected. Joe was the man. Joe Piscopo. When I was a kid, what was he ranked? Uh, they have him in. Uh, CT, I see. I'll have to look for him. I like Joe Piscopo. I did too. It was him and Murphy. When I was a kid, yeah.
1: Murphy.
2: He was in Sad Kicks.
0: I uh, Chuck Norris. <laughs> I would go to New York, you know, From time to time, and you know, being a young comic and trying to do all that kind of stuff, and. So I uh, I don't know why The list here I'm trying to get the list I'm sorry I'm trying to find Pisco announced. Drive driving me nuts uh, So I would I go to New York, York And I would hang out and, and I would go to the clubs And Dennis Miller Was a Pittsburgh guy And was always nice to me And Dennis would call me And he was much more advanced And he's a genius And he's one of the f- funniest Comedians ever Piscopo was number 66. So I couldn't Oh, I thought I'd he was in it. top 50. Uh yeah, 66. But uh which me he should He's have been higher, stone. I think. But anyway, So Dennis list. but anyway, we'd go to catch rising star and I I work with some guys there. I was 21, 2022, 20, maybe just starting. Dennis like I said much more advanced and the headliner, I you know I hang out with young guys, my like Richard Jenny, people mm-hmm. like that and I got to know those guys. And uh, I would watch Belzer and those guys on stage at Catch a Rising Star, and it was amazing. And so Dennis Miller and I and Richard Belzer were at the bar of Catch a Rising Star. And like I said, kid, I'm a kid. They're they're young too, got around 10 years older. So Belzer starts telling me a story, or me and Dennis' a story, about with Piscopo. Now at this point, Piscopo was on SNL and everything, and, and he was... Pretty big because Pisco was on eighty to eighty four, so this had been probably eighty two. So he's in the middle of us, you know, being known. Yeah. And he tells us about how Piscopo, how he would, you know, we're talking about g- getting attention and how you know, you need stage time. We were talking general comedy and stuff, and, and this is right before the big the comedy club boom was kind of ready to start. at That point where every city had a club. It's but uh, you know, Catching was one of the big New York ones, and Improv, obviously. In an L.A. improv and comedy store. And he uh, said, Joe Piscopo, to get attention, would get a limo, and he would limo to Catch a Rising Star as Sinatra. Now, remember, this is before SNL had him as Sinatra. They said he'd dress as Sinatra, and he'd walk up on stage, they said, and he'd walk up, and he'd, and he'd take a drink, and he'd just like... <laughs> And he tosses And he goes And he'd like Break the glass Against the wall And as Sinatra Say something like You know I only drink top shelf <laughs> You know I'm gonna Whatever his lines were You know F you baby Or whatever And he'd walk off And back in a limo He'd have a limo With an entourage Do that Throw the glass And walk off No comics knew who he was No one knew anything <laughs> And they'd go fucking nuts the room would go nuts. The comics would go nuts. Go, who was that? They go, I don't know. <laughs> no Yo, one knew. But it got to a awesome. point where Belzer said that Piscopo, anytime he did it, it could be there could be Robin Williams on stage in that era or anyone. They walked off and treated him like it was Sinatra. They could be in the middle of their set, Piscopo would pull up with the limo. Walk out with the hunter watch and walking up in the middle of the fucking set of somebody, and he go up a Sinatra. <laughs> he do some, throw a drink, and do some shit like you know, you know, you people are assholes. whether just consult them or just act like a belligerent Sinatra and walk right back off that just a couple? Awesome. And then they go back to doing their set. The funniest thing was, yeah, like I said, that they treated it like you, Sinatra. He got to the point, and he did it for like two years. They said he, no one knew who he was, <laughs> and all of a sudden he. You know, starts coming around. He's the Sinatra guy, and he, you know, obviously they loved it. So it was cool. And then he gets kind of got standing alive, I think, off that image, believe it or not, of that whole deal of the mystique and the it's thing of talk. Genius. It's pretty genius. No one knew who the fuck he was. Is that <laughs> not the funniest thing? That is awesome. Yeah. It was wild. So, about a year, a couple years later, Dennis is moving up the ranks and he, and he invites me to New York to see Letter. He's going to do Letterman. And he got an extra hotel room from NBC or whatever and say hey I got another room would you come up man hang out I said okay so I fly up and uh so Dennis and I are hanging and we go over to Letterman and we're we're sitting in uh, Chris Elliott's office and in Chris Elliott's time they're talking about Saturday Night Live and Chris has said Elliott. he's being considered talking to Lauren Michael about Saturday Night Live but he said I don't want to be uh on unless I'm a regular not ready for drum pen player I don't know if I want to be uh, a part, uh, an extra player. There's like there was a not ready for primetime guys and there mm-hmm. were like
2: two or three Mike features feature yeah. guys. Yeah.
0: And he goes, "I don't know if I want to leave the Letterman show to be a feature. If they offer me to be a primetime not ready for primetime, I think I'll do it, but I'm not going to do if, if there's a feature." And now they were just rehauling everything. It was after the Ebersol thing. Mm-hmm. And the only thing they kept were Lovitz I think was oh. on that cast yeah. and Anthony Michael Hall, believe it or not. Who Dennis said Kind of Treat him like shit like A little bit little bit smug he was mm. He became He liked him later in years But later on But Kind of treated him a little rough At the audition what he said And Dennis at this point Was going to get The word Like a second audition And he Does Letterman He did real well On yeah. Letterman And it was the next day We go over to, to Rockefeller Center And we're going to meet He's going to meet With Lauren Michaels and so I go there, and I'm sitting there with uh, John Lovitz. And Lovitz is talking to his agent, and he's kind of mad. He was going to be Weekend Update. And then I thought, I wonder if Dennis got the Weekend Update. Dennis was in a meeting with Lauren Michaels. He comes out, and here he, he got the gig. With, with He goes, hey, I got it. And we're all happy. We're like, hey, man, celebrate. So we go downstairs in the Rockville. We're talking, and where we're going to go. And who comes pulling up in a limo but Lauren Michaels? So you guys need a ride. We're like, oh we don't he said, oh yeah come on jump in you know wherever I said, I'll take you anyways okay we're wherever up. we're ten blocks away from yeah. so I said oh, Mr. Michaels great seeing you stuff I said, you know where are you going this evening he goes oh, I'm at dinner i have dinner with Steve Martin said oh, that's great you know I'm thinking bring me along said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to dinner with you uh-huh. and but anyway it was nice he goes hey you guys I don't long like you guys in town I said oh, I'm here for you know a few days and Dennis has got a. He's gonna come back to center live. It was a few months later. You know, he just got the gig, and he said, uh, "I'll be here a couple days." And he said, "Why don't you come over to my house? I'm going to have dinner party tomorrow." You and know, a bunch of people were like, "Okay." So uh, next night we go to this dinner party. I'm at Lauren Michaels' house, and it was interesting. Lovitz and all those guys were there in the cast, and a lot of writers and stuff, and Michaels. And he's got just like you would think his beautiful penthouse apartment is overlooking New York City. It's fucking unbelievable. And we're all sitting there, and we're holding court or Michaels is basically holding court. He's got a phone. This is before like the cell phone thing, remember? Yeah. So he's got like a butler maid or whatever, and and in this, you know, little guy, the phone guy. He comes yeah. up he comes up with a phone. He like a you know, the big picture like the cord phone, the you know, the big dialing black phone oh, yeah, in the yeah, movies. Yeah. They they bring it over to him and he picks it up and he goes Uh huh. Yes. Okay. All right, yes. The whole room quiet, not a pin. <laughs> Hangs up and we're all sitting there and he goes It's James Taylor and He goes, James says hello. That's all he said I go That is so fucking cool Oh man You're know, like We're gonna say Tell James I said hello to him. <laughs> James says hello uh. But yeah It was interesting You know There's two three times I was talking to him One on one He and I He asked what I did And as a comedian so I was ready to audition Right there And just start ripping In the impressions Because at that time I did At that time You know I was a 22 year old comedian I did some unique impressions Yeah that no one was doing at that time at that time no one did Pee Wee herman i did no one did bill murray i did and i was going to do it and i and i didn't dennis miller would have been, i didn't want to step on his time It was his thing i just didn't want to do that I didn't want to step on his uh his time i, I sometimes I, I wonder if i should have but i did you're an honorable man Jimmy it was just okay. his moment I i don't know why i just didn't think it was the time to do that or whatever but it was an interest. It was just an interesting encounter to, to be there with you know he, he's one of the greats, Lauren Michaels. I, you know, obviously he's SNLs we grew up on. It's just such a you know fantastic, fantastic show. But an in, an interesting time, interesting time. Dennis brought me up to a few lettermans. To Dennis's credit, he did invite me. Also, you know, the, the, the people think why didn't he help you? He did help me. Dennis Miller, I may have not been ready either. Don't forget, I had only been doing it full time. I was at IUP. I was on the road only six months. Yeah. We all know how good we are at six months.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, how good we think we are. How good we think we are. I'm fast, a genius.
0: Fast forward to the nineties now, Dennis Miller had a talk show and I did a show at Star Lake Amphitheater was called, I don't know what amphitheater it's now called, something, post Gazette Pavilion or whatever. About a fifteen thousand seat amphitheater. And it was the show was uh, me, Howie Mandel, and Dennis Miller. And, uh, I was just, uh, I was still doing stand up a lot, even though, you know, as, as the morning show went on, I, the up was harder and harder to do cause I had to get those 16 chairs and those numbers I was trying to bring to this station took time. And, uh, I was, but I was just, you know, only two years maybe removed from doing the road stuff, 90, 91, two or whatever. So I killed this one of those, one of the sets. And Dennis backstage w- invited me to do his talk show. He says, you're on my show. I said, he wanted you to do it and it got canceled like three months later but it was nice of him to invite me on I'll never forget that I thought that, I thought that was awesome so yeah he, he's just a great guy and then in an he's the nicest things in my uh, my uh, anniversary show but, but a really good man in uh, Pittsburgh guy through and through I, you know he received some criticism sometime with, which, are, which is unwarranted he's a genuinely good person and he's he, like he's one of the funniest guys I think ever in history don't you
1: I think he's one of the greatest comedians. Yeah, I think he's the best Weekend Update guy. up wise, though, I'll put him up against
0: anybody, and and I think he's a great host. Is he's got a radio show now, you know, in the afternoon. Yeah. Westwood One does it. I think so early,
2: early Dennis Miller standup uh, was was really awesome because he was hey stuff that I love him hey, now. Yeah, I know she's like, saying that. You know, when like he first heard it. Yeah, it like ropes. he didn't care who was in the audience. He would say it, and if one person was laughing, they understood how smart he was that that made him happier than
0: favorite Dennis Miller bit ever isn't even on any of his specials. I don't believe I don't think I ever saw it. Mm-hmm. We used to do these little shitty clubs. Dennis would bring me along to open for him, like I said, he helped me a lot, and uh and he goes, uh, we did this club called a portfolio in Oakland It was a shitty it was a nice well, it' was a little club, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's trying to say it's nice I value, club. value like every still I value yeah. every club I've ever <laughs> yeah. been to You know I'm grateful
1: if anybody put me on stage I guess In the grand scheme Of shitty yeah. clubs It was nice It was
2: nice There was a couple roaches That would go by But that, yeah. that wasn't
1: no problem I've been in shittier clubs This was in You know yeah.
0: not, bad. <laughs> not as bad But I go up at, Nice you know, owners I'd go up real late it was, open, it was the first open stage In Pittsburgh Period it was me, Billy Elmer, Dennis Miller, Billy Martin, who writes for uh, Bill Maher's show, Randy Lubus, who owns comedy clubs in, uh, in Los Angeles, Rick Rockwell, who was a comedian who did it was the first reality show guy. Uh, so there were some interesting and good talented comedians, those guys, and I, and Dennis. So I'd go up, and, and Dennis uh, would always come up to me and encourage me, you know, come back next week. You're fucking funny. I'm back next week. <laughs> so then he says, I will take you out. Come on, man. I'll take you out. Let me go on the road. Let's go out. So he take me out the open for him and shit like that. And uh, But uh, what, was, what, was, what, was, what was my – fucking forget the story. You was,
2: was talking about Dennis Miller. Um, see, I forgot too What was it? You
0: remember? What? No,
2: oh. what? <laughs> what was the point? <laughs> oh, was you was point. talking about oh, Dennis Miller's bit. bit. The yeah, bit. Thank the you. Bit, yeah. thank, you Terry. thank you, Terry.
0: As I get older, Tare, you're going to be my brain. So you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
2: and my brain's semi-messed up, so you got to kind of pay attention, right. too. Yeah. And uh, then Wysocki's not here. He yeah. remembers yeah. everything. Yeah,
0: funniest bit, because I've seen him do a million bits, right? <laughs> he had this bit that killed me every time. You know, Everybody has a bit where they wish they wrote it. They heard a comedian do it, and they wish oh, yeah. they wrote it. Oh, yeah. He did this bit where <laughs> he goes... And I and I would do impressions. I opened, you know, and he goes, hey, I mean, that's impressions. I don't do many impressions, but I do one. He goes, this is an impression of a guy in Pittsburgh when another guy in Pittsburgh's eye meet in a bar. And that was it. And he goes, go, <laughs> hey, what the fuck? Are you looking at Fuck face <laughs> And that yeah. was, was so fucking funny That is classic. I speak myself every time That's why he's what so funny What the fuck Are you looking at Fuck face <laughs> That's so true That's crazy Because he the eyes guy, Guys eyes are wandering Around <laughs> everywhere that And they lock so in Hey, what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> fuck face. He, did that, that, he hit that fuck like right
1: real hard, you know? <laughs> and you'd be like, oh my God, that's true right now. That joke would work right now. And then he did a bit on like Socrates and, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then, yeah. And then, like the, you know, yeah. and now all this hey, other kind of stuff. Uh, he's so good. He'd do a
0: Socrates, but then he'd go like, why do you gotta, sh- why do you wave your hand under a faucet to make it hotter? Is that gonna work? Is that gonna work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant, man. Brilliant it, shit. But S- anyway,
2: uh, fun stuff. SNO 40, um, was there anything else that you guys liked on
0: there? I I liked all the old old clips and the whole deal. I thought the clips are just freaking fantastic. Clips are always yeah. awesome. Clips I are. awesome. I love the clips. I Pro love clips. The clips. Yeah, I, I love watching the, them old, like the old, old Yeah, stuff. the old stuff brought back some good memories. You know, I thought Miley Cyrus
1: actually did a nice job singing.
0: Poor Kanye. I actually thought her voice
1: was decent. Kanye, I didn't know she was that good. Kanye lost his voice. Speaking of the, McCartney. I thought, was a little flat. He was a little flat. Little 90 old. years old. I, honestly, I... <laughs> <laughs> Other people would say they are in old age homes, because yeah. I'm fucking saying it Live. I Speaking what, of the yeah. high level of expectations <laughs> I have for great artists, yes. Paul McCartney was a little flat. Paul,
0: <laughs> what, the, what are you doing?
2: <laughs> huh? <laughs> I think him and Kanye were performing like the night before, probably. Yeah, they said they performed yeah, late. They like did the, that no, in like really? New York. Yeah, that's why their voices were messed up, because Kanye couldn't do anything either. And really? So, so, and he had a rough time, because he just inter- interrupted the Grammys. Again, uh, <laughs> he's getting interrupted. Well, he he walked up, what but he, he, walked, he, got, he walked away. That's what he does. I'm glad he, he walked does away. what he does.
1: Yeah. yeah, I don't know if anybody saw that. This was uh, there was a documentary about a uh, studio out in Los Angeles. Uh, Dave Grohl, this is where they did Nevermind for Nirvana. It was called Sound City, yeah. and so they came up with an album with all the people that had performed there. Like they they recorded Rumors there. They recorded all these great albums there, and so um, Dave Grohl got together the surviving members of Nirvana. And then to replace um, Kurt Cobain, mm-hmm. they brought in Paul McCartney, and so it was Paul McCartney and the surviving members of Nirvana, what? and they made a new song. Now, here's the thing: this documentary is two years is like two years old. This is where we are. Is a culture I've never heard of this. I never heard of this. Either. Like that's the greatest thing I've ever heard of in my life. It's like, oh yeah, we're gonna almost get Nirvana back together, but to replace you know this mm. great artist, we're gonna get the guy who basically co-wrote the American Songbook. But we don't know that because you know hmm. some 16-year-old you know songstress had a nip slip or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> that's where we are, people. We yeah. love nip slips. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not against it. Not against nip slips. Right. Awesome nip. I sliders. am pro nip. Pro clips. And pro-nip pro, slips. Pro-nip slips. If there were clips of I, uh, nip slips, then I would like that. Yeah, but overall, <laughs> SNL was great.
0: I got to just give a little shout out to the, 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 when I was a kid, Second City TV, SCTV, Eugene Levy, Martin Short, and uh, you know Joe Flaherty. That, that, that was always on, also, on, I don't know where the hell I found it. It was UHF or some weird yeah. station. We had like, remember those weird stations? You have three networks and one weird one. That was a weird one. S E T V would be on, and it was all fuzzy and everything. And me and my buddies would watch it every Saturday. Night. We couldn't wait to do it. And it was unbelievable. Oh, uh, John Candy, and they would do skits that were so funny that, be- that would be funny today. I'm not kidding. They did one where Jerry Mathers the beeve was a serial killer. It was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and the dad's on, you know, Beaver killing is wrong. Said, she did sir.
2: Till Lorne Michaels, uh, he he took care of that. It was funny. He, I, made, he made sure it wasn't. It didn't exist it anymore. It <laughs> was in Canada. It was big in Canada. <laughs>
0: And yeah, yeah. I think you can buy you Strange know, Brew They had the Strange Brew Strange Brew, brew came there. out of it Yeah, yeah. Those two, uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie And, and all, all these SM characters uh, Candy played this This workout dude This fat workout dude He was always <laughs> working out uh, Eugene Levy played this entertainer That was awesome He did this fake Cheesy Rick Moranis was on, yeah. yeah He did this character yeah. named Bobby Bitman. Bobby Bittman was and they do a fake tonight show and Joe Flaherty had Bobby Bittman on it was fucking awesome and he'd bring him on and Flaherty or Levy would be he was a comedian impressionist actor director and every time he would talk to him in the interview and then he had the, the hair back Levy and the rings and leisure suit Mr. Entertainer they called him and, and Joe was Carson and he'd be like uh, what do you think of that, that movie Chariots of Fire and he'd go and he'd say well uh, speaking as a, as a director and then he starts like Speaking as an actor. Because you know, he, like, he made him introduce him each way. That's so funny. And one day, he, the Chariots of, Fa- Chariots of Fire was this huge movie at the time that was Academy Awards. <laughs> and I'll just never forget the <laughs> skit that he did. Uh, he had Eugene Levy as a director and producer. He put together Chariots of Eggs, starring <laughs> Daryl Hall and John Oates, oh, wow. who were huge at the time. And they are running on the beach with these eggs with their on a spoon yeah. and Joe Flaherty goes did you see don't you chariots of fire they you know chariots of fire it's in it the same and Eugene Logan goes no mine, mine's about two runners <laughs> <laughs> this is what he said so stupid <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yeah. and he had, his, his brother was impressionist Skip Bittman It's awesome <laughs> he was so inside though. It was amazing when Skip would come on he'd have a tape recorder because he said you have to tape every set I mean inside comic minutes <laughs> but anyway, but yeah. So, but SNL to wrap it all up, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was you know, it's even. You love it or hate it, it gets criticism, but it's still the greatest,
1: isn't it? Yeah, it's Americana. At the, end, at the
2: end of the day, at its best, you like hate it, but you love it. Well, that's the thing
1: about it. Is like I'm, I, I recorded, I DVR'd all. Like they had all of them on VH1 Classic, mm-hmm. so I've recorded. I'm, I'm watching them again and again and again. It's amazing when you. How iconic some of the just some of the characters and so it just and every single I mean really the only people that I really think that Jim Carrey and maybe now Kevin Hart who aren't from SNL I mean it really is I think Carrey did do SNL year. He but, I mean, did. it wasn't but they never made didn't make it. Kevin okay. Hart did it. Well, so make did either. Kevin Hart because in the color
0: was also very funny. It was a great.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Show. Well, they had to make that because Damon Wayans got fired, so his brother was like, "Let's just make our own
0: sketch <laughs> show." And if then they stuck got stuck Chris that, Rock afterwards. Keenan's my guy. Keenan's yeah. my guy. Oh yeah. Man. He hired Kevin everybody. put everybody in in the business. His whole family works for him. But yeah, it was great, man. I I think we broke the record for longest show we ever did. Yeah. What are we at now? Where we at? We're at an hour and twenty three minutes. I think we just go so for another
1: seven, and let's get an hour and a half. Should we just keep going?
0: <laughs> let's go. Um, let's go, Joe
1: Rogan. Yeah. Let's go three hours.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, let's have Cavathia. <laughs> uh. We got another ten minutes to reach Frank Merger's average. Press press. <laughs> <laughs> right Frankie. Uh. Frankie's one thirty six year record. <laughs> Yo,
2: this is gonna be dope because people are gonna take three days to listen to this. Wait, one show. But the
0: other two are about one twenty five, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's press pass. <laughs> Check out Frank Merchant's show. Press pass. It's awesome. At, uh, it's, it's, it's after so this, fun. catch my
2: 15-minute uh, podcast, uh, Terry Jones, a lot of restrictions. A lot of restrictions. Yeah.
0: Don't uh, forget to uh, catch me with uh, Larry Rich here and John Shumway on KDKA ready. every Friday morning a.m. 1020. It's so much fun. 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. every Friday morning. Uh, with Larry and John and uh, that was a lot of fun guys yeah, appreciate it man absolutely. Uh, thanks so much for, for downloading and, and streaming and listening everyone we really appreciate listening from all over the United States all over the world actually the United States you know, it's, it's, it's it, <laughs> just it, <it's> smiling <laughs> at me I'm he's weird happy. I'm weird he's happy
1: <laughs> but just like one of those it's crazy an
0: hour, it's an hour and a half he's happy to get out of the room <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah, th- this place is starting to smell like a locker room I know, we gotta go, right? <laughs> I, hope you, I hope everyone enjoyed it You can, uh, break, you can break the show up yeah. we'll break it up Once, In 20 minutes or something twice. Segments. It's on demand it's Three like times
1: time awaited <laughs> A do okay. a da A do a da A da for a man Oaken okay. and all the wampas Eddie Murphy yeah. I'm an icon okay. I don't do it I don't do it I SNL Too Gotta say hello to everybody Go
2: Wow it's hey, a hell of a day in my neighborhood
1: mm-hmm. no I love it
0: thanks right. everyone for listening it's Jim Cran no restrictions on the sideshow network hey everybody it's Jim Cran of Jim Cran no restrictions I just wanted to take the time out to thank you for listening to the show we have a little over 100,000 subscribers now every week listening to the show go to SoundCloud, iTunes Stitcher or JimCran.com and subscribe today and thanks again
1: If your business, whether large or small, is in need of commercial collections, choose PrimeCore Group. PrimeCore Group is a Pittsburgh-based corporate collections agency. Now, if your business is owed money, PrimeCore Group is there to help you. On a contingency basis only, PrimeCore Group will recover what is owed to you in a professional and trusted manner. Contact PrimeCore Group today by going to PrimeCoreGroup.com.